Xbox will charge your vape while the Xbox isn't on, and the PlayStation won't. You have to have the PlayStation on. And then, like, somebody got into a thing with them, and they were like, no, have you tried checking the settings? Because in suspend mode, you can have it power the USB ports indefinitely, so unless it's you need some bigger amperage than the front USBs on a PS5 can give. You're just being an Xbox fanboy. And I was like, Jesus Christ, fuck off. I'd I'd like you to put yourself in their place for a minute. Like, pretend you're chemically addicted to a weird electronic thing. Uh Uh-huh. Like a video game. (laughs) No. David, that's, that's... Okay, look you. The, the chemicals in my brain make 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 me feel happy when numbers go up. Mm, dopamine. I play the anime Breath of the Wild, and then I spend wishes, and then when I get a good anime lady out of a thing, and my brain makes the happy chemicals, and then I just keep doing it, and, you know, I need you to look at my monthly budget and help me figure out, you know, where I'm going wrong. <laughs> okay, hang on a second. That hits a way too fucking close to home. <laughs> Marvel Strike Force right now on their stupid phones. Uh huh. And I had to put a Google (coughs) alarm anytime I spent money to say, "Are you sure?" So I have, I haven't actually spent any money on it. Um, but there's that that Genshin Impact game or whatever. Like I played it on the PS4, Mm -hmm. and then Ash wanted to play it with us, so. I played it on the PC so that Christine could play it on the PS4, and then I got to the co-op level of things, and then we found out that Ash can't change the server because she's playing on PS4, so now I'm also making an account on Asia server so I can hop back and forth to co-op with Christine and with Ash, and I have good characters on three different accounts that I can't ever merge, and they'll never see each other, and I can never make my optimum team. Wow. I have a goth anime lady whose special move is to summon a lightning crow that flies around and zaps the shit out of stuff, and she apparently thinks she's a princess. thought for sure you were going to say titties, but that's even better. That... <laughs> she's Sorry, she... David, go ahead. No, uh, no, I'm just trying to figure out where you would insert titties into that sentence exactly. Where were yeah, you that's kind of where it? I was. She thinks she's titties? <laughs> you know, she summons uh, titties that fly around? She thinks she's the titty yeah, princess. <laughs> Well, okay. Is she? Is she? Does she have them baths? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It is anime. She is an anime. Everyone princess, in this game is so... somehow question mark age between like sixteen and forty, and they do not tell you. So you just comment on the outfit, <laughs> or like, hey, that librarian uh, is after your D. But my whole team has been out, you know, uh, question mark age people. So like uh, that well, could be legal. You could have my D. All I care about is S plus. <laughs> See what you did there. Yeah, thank you. Just wanted to to call that out. And have this one lady who uses like great swords, except she also has this giant club, and it's called the debate club. And I forget exactly what abilities it has on it, but debate club as a melee weapon is real good for a name. Mm-hmm. Didn't, Zach, didn't you have like an axe named Reason or some shit? Andrew had Andrew an axe named had Diplomacy. One. That was named something along those lines, yeah. 
Diplomacy. Oh, yeah, let's try that. That was before my time. Yep. I just assume everyone's always been here forever. Well, most of us have been here a while, but... Yeah, like, I figure at this point, I, you know, it was one of those, like, at a certain point, I categorize people in my head as, like, the OG crew and then, like, the new crew, but now it's just, like, not that. Okay. Yeah, it's just the crew. <laughs> like, there's there's people I will go to like first as far as when I want to fill out a, a campaign, but it's mostly just because I feel like, you know, I, I try to get groups that I know will work well together. And sometimes, you know, it's one of those, okay, well, I know these two work well together, but I'm not sure that I know how well that person and this person will work together. So that might be weird. It's a whole thing. Be I would for a moment and I would say, you just do like me and put together a crew for one or two sessions and then have something horrible happen and never speak to them again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, we've had a few of those of late. I'm, I'm not sure the backstory for that, but that you're right, bud. Well, I mean, we, 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 we spent eight weeks on the backstory. The backstory wasn't the problem. <laughs> I feel like maybe Star Wars is cursed. Maybe yeah. we just have to walk away from Star Wars for a while. Uh, like the last had. four Star Wars campaigns have exploded. I thought we had. And like I was very excited about what we've done. And then everything just like I got sick. Then I was in the hospital. And then there was an election. And I guess that was just last week. But I'm, t I'm telling you, the next thing is Urban Shadows. We're just going to play like drop in, drop out, weird urban fantasy shit. Okay, but I can't start anything. I guess ever. <laughs> we got TMNT. We got through that. We made it through TMNT. We sure so did. What you need yep. is somebody to get the plane off the ground, and then what they do is jump out of the plane and hand you the the reins of this airplane, which is somehow also a horse. I'm not ready for that level oh, of responsibility. I, I am more than happy to capitalize on someone else's momentum, if that's what you're saying. Sure. Aaron, do you want to play Urban Shadows? I don't know what that is. It's uh, uh, sexy vampires politicking with the numbers filed off. Yeah, so imagine that, like, it's, it's powered by the apocalypse, and it mm -hmm. is, like, imagine that... You know how, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it all takes place in Sunnyvale, and there's, like, shit going on all the time that's not directly related to the main plot? Mm hmm Well, that would be what we're playing. It's like, this, it's like this urban politics game. So, like, one person is a vampire, one person is a werewolf, one person is, like, a monster, a vampire hunter, monster hunter person, one person's a wizard. Like, another person's a dragon. Another person's a dragon. Uh, one person came back from the dead for revenge, which is fucking amazing. Um, but it's like, I mean, have you ever read uh, Dresden Files book? No. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else there might be. But it's like, just like, okay, here's a city you all built together. Something weird is happening, but really what you're actually dealing with is just each other. And you're all kind of it's, assholes. It's an urban fantasy build your own adventure game. Yeah. Of like supernatural or... Hmm. It's okay. it's a slightly different take on 
the monster of the week formula. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say it sounds monster of the week esque. It does. It, I think I would put more if you've ever played like a World of Darkness campaign, like Vampire the Masquerade or nope. Werewolf or Mage or something. Um, there were ways to mix those that everybody got super excited about by like, oh, we're gonna put a vampire in our mage game or whatever. This is the like highest level version of that where there's one mage and then everyone else is something else. So mm. it's all like mixed together and all you got all sorts of wild shit. That could be cool. Yeah, I think it's gonna be fun. I also think that like it could be a good opportunity to run something where like not everybody has to show up every week because that turns out to be really hard right now. So yeah. maybe we can get something like that going. We'll see. Yeah, that could be cool. I still wanna get Aegon on the table at some point. That seems super fun too, yeah. That was that probably sounds... good time for that too. That sounds familiar. It's uh it's with one of the Greek. Ghostbusters. Ray. <laughs> it's Aegon. the it's the it's the John Harper Greek gods John and Sean in her Greek gods uh Greek yeah, Odyssey. It's... The Odyssey running through islands and getting in trouble. Yeah, I think it's I think it's Forged in the Dark for like the rule set, and then yeah, you're going to like islands and killing medusa and all kinds of shit as greek heroes it's, it's like it's set back then it's like yes yeah okay it, yeah that'd be interesting i need to i'd like i want to sit down and like really read beam saber and figure out that but like in addition to that like having to sit down and read it and stuff it's like it, even if i had the time to like read it right now there's no way i could actually run it for months that's fair Running anything for months Cause, at a time cause, straight is kind of a big ask. Well, just the holidays. The holidays are coming, especially right now. Yeah, for sure. I need to work a lot for the holidays. I just, I just want to do Supernatural Philadelphia real bad because I want Grady to be a bad guy for everybody. <gasps> How dare you? Grady would be the protagonist. Oh, we're the bad guys. <laughs> oh, exactly right. Like, no. The thing is, if you're like a vampire, you're an infection in the city, right? So, if Grady is Philly's immune system, then that's not great for you. Oh, humans yeah, are the virus. Nature is healing. We should do that. We should do that tomorrow. Do what? Exactly what you said. I'd be down. I would I would love to sit down and brainstorm some like Urban Shadows Philly stuff. Like the I've run one Urban Shadows campaign before and like putting the city together was super fun. <laughs> you just you run out of time, the gritty shows up. <laughs> yeah. It's like the enrage timer for the city. Yeah. Okay, we should get this thing rolling. We should. We have a governor to probably kill, hopefully. Yeah, something like that. Um, something like that. That's ominous. Well, I mean, like, you know, sometimes you, you start driving in one direction and then all of a sudden you see a sign that says, like, uh, you know, welcome to Mexico. And you're like, oh, shit, wait, this is not Walmart. Maybe these raccoons have a hookup somewhere. We're gonna like have a whole different set of adventures. You're gonna hook up with raccoons? No, but like maybe they have some cool shit going on. Maybe we can. If we don't kill this governor, we have a giant, a badass ancient vampire we have to like deal with, and maybe skipping town's the best call. Maybe there's like a, a raccoon commune somewhere we can be part of. Sorry, Crow knows the vampire. It's gonna be all right. That's not reassuring at all. 
Like on no axis is that reassuring. Crow has that vampire down as a friend on their character sheet. Again, I, I will reiterate, there is no detail about that that is reassuring. So, since we haven't started yet, I will give you info. Crow has this vampire's, like, sworn fucking nemesis as a friend oh. on his sheet. Uh. This is a dude who's trying to make some moves against Skurlock, and, like, having the governor's blood may allow him to do some stuff. I think, I think Skurlock's actually Crow's nemesis. Frenemies? Crow. Oh, Crow's in jail, so I can actually access Crow? Correct. We can we can we can pan over there every now and then as as you like, you know, clank your metal cup against the bars and sing a song. I have Skurlock as a friend and Satara as a nemesis. Mm-hmm. Vampire and a demon. Sometimes you just you know you you swing hard. Good evening, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Uh, thank you for downloading this latest episode of that D&D podcast, Blades in the Dark, City of Redwaters, crossover campaign extravaganza. Um, the last session, we um, started the process of breaking into the governor's mansion um, to leave presents uh, because the governor is everyone's favorite person in town and none would ever seek to harm him. So, uh, before we get back into the action of what happened last time, uh, let's introduce all of the good uh, girls and boys who will be leaving uh, shiny gifts and toys for the governor. Um, I'm Erin, she, her pronouns. I am the DM. Hi, I'm Christine. I am playing Weaver the Spider. We both use she, her pronouns. Hi, I'm Mike. I use he, him pronouns. I am playing Riley, and they use they, them pronouns. Hello, I am Zach. I use he, him pronouns. I am playing Ekamon, otherwise known as Fang, who also uses he, him pronouns, and probably has a raccoon girlfriend by now. <laughs> hey, I'm David. Uh, he, him pronouns. I am playing Blue, the slide, today. Uh, she uses she, her pronouns. I forgot you were playing blue. I forgot too. Mm-hmm. I remembered though, so. we brought, which is the important part. <laughs> we brought one hitter, so that's fine. So last session, um, y'all snuck in through like the sewers and got out through like a, a, a fountain that isn't currently being used or something. Uh, you snuck your way past some guards made your way up to the second floor of the governor's mansion. Uh, you broke through a window via oops while grappling up to the second floor. You heard, I think there was, there was people coming and uh, Fang picked up uh, an armoire. <laughs> I realize now that I forgot what the distinction was between these pieces of furniture. <laughs> I should have put it so, in my notes. So it's an armoire. Um, and put it in front of the broken window uh, to try and make things look less conspicuous. And in the process of doing this quickly, um, kind of tumped it in a certain way to where a body fell out onto the floor. And that's where we ended things. Wardrobes lead to Narnia, armoires lead to clothes. Well, then I chose correctly. 
Yeah, so... I think uh, the last thing was y'all had to make a decision either... Um, like, there was enough time for all of you to hide or, like, one person to try and do something with the body, but in the process of doing so, wouldn't be able to hide themselves. And I think that's where we were, because you hear, you know, the group footsteps approaching. So yeah. in my notes, I have that Riley volunteered to hide the body. I vaguely remember that as well, yeah. Whether that is still the case today or not, we didn't roll or anything, so... Two-week freeze frame can change a lot. Yeah. Riley may have changed their mind. No, unless... unless... I somehow can blame Fang for this all. Riley will totally take. I mean, you can absolutely be standing with the body pointing at wherever Fang's hiding. It seems like it would end well. <laughs> Surprise, sword. <laughs> J'accuse! Actually, that might actually work out okay. How quickly can you kill someone, Fang? Um, pretty quickly, but also, yeah, absolutely. We caught this Wookiee is definitely a thing that we've done before. Yeah. This is... Let's this is, this is the job that our crew has pulled, right? We'll do get help. <laughs> I hate doing get help. <laughs> okay. God damn it. Uh, so, March, are you hiding? Um, yes. Okay. Uh, Blue, are you hiding? Um... I may have a I may have a way to hide in plain sight. Please explain. Uh it it's it, it, it's it's called um using my having a flashback to have already disguised myself with my find disguise kit and I will pass myself off as a uh, you know, a uh, private uh, security investigator who has who has been hired because there have been uh, there's been gaps in the security, and I had to investigate it because somebody was trying to sneak in to commit murders. And wouldn't you know it, I've found one of their murders. At the risk of stepping on game running toes here at what point did you apply this disguise was it before or after we entered the sewers to get the sewers is the disguise zach i'm I a mean, really smelly private eye but... i've seen some shit obviously, obviously <laughs> i i had a mask on over the over it it's it's not just, it's not like the disguise kit isn't like oh you're you know you're it it's not like the freaking what is it mission impossible mask or whatever you know it's like you know you've got your hair you've got a wig with different color hair and you know you use a little bit of makeup to uh you know give yourself uh wrinkles you know or make it look like you've got you know a distinctive mole somewhere to to trick them so that when you remove it you know they don't they don't remember your face. They just remember, oh, it was this, you know, they had this distinctive look about them. It's the Superman disguise. Okay, right. so did you tell, like, 
any of the rest of the group about this plan? Like, do they know, like, hey, if stuff goes wrong, just I'm gonna well, try and play this off, or what? Right. That would that would be part of the flashback. It's like, you know, saying, okay, so if we end up in a situation where there's some heat, but we might be able to talk out of it, I'll run point. No offense to Riley, but I don't think they're going to buy that we're doing surprise towel drop. Okay. Um, so let's say like this, this feels like a, you know, a conversation that you like, this feels like a natural part of the planning where it doesn't require like a whole lot of extra stuff to be acquired. So like, I don't think this will be, this is going to probably be a zero stress flashback. Um, so rewinding now that y'all suddenly remember having this conversation, um, do you all want to go along with Blue's plan, or are you going to like throw yourself somewhere to hide, or are you going to do your own thing? I'll go along with it. I'll hide. You seem to have accused and abused me with not Riley. Crow. Who will... Oh, are you Crow this time? Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not Crow. I'm Riley. I'm no one. So... <laughs> yeah, I would be like, I, I summoned thought... this guy's ghosts! <laughs> I remember you were saying, like, oh, you were going to step up and do it, but... Uh, uh, ghost is Crow. Crow's still in jail. We were talking about Crow a lot just a moment ago, so... Yeah. Crow's and Jeff are being too hard. Christine, is Weaver gonna... Like, what What are you What are you doing now that we have this flashback? Are you trying to hide, or are you gonna try to pretend to be some sort of investigative assistant? Or what's your plan? I don't know if I'm a good liar. I am a good liar. Well, okay, I have one pip and sway. That ain't bad. No. I could try to lie. Okay. I'm probably better at that than hiding. <laughs> um, I'm a good person. Okay. Riley, you said you're going to hide somewhere? Yeah. Okay. And Fang, what is your plan? Well, am I, like, being blamed for this? <laughs> No, you have to hide. Okay, I'm fine with that too. We're not doing that. Well, I mean, you can either hide or you can be like my muscle. I don't know. The more people out in the open, like we have the to harder this gets to, to explain. We have to spin how it. Yeah. Because right, well, the I'm... idea is we're you know we like ideally I convince. Oh yeah, you know your security is terrible. We have to investigate this and then you know go off and get more help and then we go with them wink and then you know you can we split up like we always do and then you can go <laughs> put the governor's head on a pike while we try to run interference yeah because the one of the housekeeping staff is like did you just say wink <laughs> so would it be better for all of us to hide and you go off with them or I mean, there. I see ups and downs to all of it. If I'm the only one in the room, it's a lot easier for me to explain it away. But okay. then it's just me there if they want me and, to go with them, etc. And if one of them opens literally any cabinet, we have to kill all of them. <laughs> They're only going to look at the armoire because that's where the body fell out, right? No one's going to look around the room. Yeah, so Crow should hide in the armoire. Not Crow. Not Fang. <laughs> 
Are better, we doing for, that? For I'm better so finger very pointing. confused. <laughs> I, I just feel like that's the right place for Crow or for Fang. Didn't you say there was a door to another room from this room? Yeah, that's the, the door, the one door out that has footsteps coming up to it. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah, that's, yeah, I that's thought where you had the said there is. was like a side door. Okay. I must be imagining. Things. I don't think I did. It's been two weeks. It has, and that's why, that's why I was asking. Yeah. I, I think everybody who's going to hide should hide, and then we'll just we'll we'll roll with it. No pun intended, but you know. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll so, hide too. Then. Um, Let's all hide. We're gonna and... okay. We can have a bird call for if someone's discovered. <laughs> Let's do a group prowl for y'all to see how well you hide. Okay, who's leading it? That's a good question. Well, I'm not participating in it. <laughs> I have very little stress remaining, so I shall. Great. You want to okay. try it out? I mean, third time's a charm. <laughs> okay. What, what's their what's our prowling values? One. No, I mean like. <laughs> what's our position in effect? This is probably gonna be a risky standard. Right. The plus one we get. Don't we get? Pluses for a group action? Let's see. It's a very good that's question. Factions list, not the crew. I thought that's why we were doing so many group actions last time. <laughs> it's just because y'all are like doing shit as a group now. We're no, like all standing it. in the same place. <laughs> I don't think that's it. Together we rise. When you make a group action, the effect level is increased by one. Oh, okay. So it goes from risky standard to risky great. Okay. Yay! Don't fuck it up. I did! Okay. I fucked it up! Oh no. Okay, so Riley got a three and a five. Hooray. No! Oh my! Fang got a one. <laughs> Weaver got a two. I'm sorry, Mike. So, Riley, you take two stress. Plenty. So sorry. Fine. I still have three stress before I draw my out. Oh, you're good then. Oh, you're that's, good. that's totally fine. It's stress to kill a governor. Riley's not really the, the, the. They aren't the person what does the killing, though, so. I have steadfastly refused to put points into combat for this character. That's why, that's why we, we drug Riley with the Rage Venom, though. <laughs> really, just. Allegedly. Just one of us has to make it through to the governor, right? Without charming. Oh, is this that kind of job? Okay. <laughs> I did not realize this was a dirty dozen scenario. I'm just saying. We're just kind of darkest dungeon our way through this shit. Just saying. Okay, um, so you got a five on a risky, which not great, not terrible. Um, Okay, so uh, y'all all get in position, and then uh, there is the jiggling of a doorknob, and then uh, some talking back and forth, and you hear a key sliding in to the lock. Um, and then the loud click, and then you kind of get some some more light in here as the light from the hallway kind of cuts into the room. Um, how how are you positioning yourself, Blue? Like, are you are you kneeling down next to this body? Are you uh, like you know in the corner doing jumping jacks? How does how does this look when these people look into the room for the first time? Yeah, I think they open the door, and I'm like already. I'm like posed 
standing, like, le you know, leaning over, you know, examining the body and, like, casually, you know, like, without looking up at the door that's being opened, like, make a motion to, like, hey, come over here. Mm. Okay. Uh, you know, and say, you know, your, your response time is much longer than I had hoped for. <laughs> so, like, as as this group stands at the door, um, you hear this kind of gruff man's voice say, that, that's enough, go away. And, like, he shoves one of the housekeeping staff out, like, aside, and then he barges in and he goes, what is the meaning of this? Who are you and why are you here? I could ask you the same question, sir, because I happen to be Helena Green, Inspector Security. My card, you know, presents a presents a nice business card saying, you know, Helena Green, private security. You know, it has some some, you know, old timey slogan about uh, testing trust and locks and something. I don't know. I can't think of that at the time, but you know. Yeah, uh, that's got something on there. Yeah. I was contracted independently by an independent party recently uh, in order to investigate uh, what they suspected was a string of what's the, what is the phrase that they used? Uh, clandestine excursions. And it seems that their suspicions were more than founded. They thought that there may have merely been some sort of smuggling ring taking away valuables, but it seems that they've developed an appetite for human life. B like, bends over more to, like, check the lividity of the body. <laughs> I'm the security chief for this floor, and I was not informed that we had any special guests tonight that would rather defeat the purpose of seeing how well you're doing your job if you were informed ahead of the time wouldn't it who is it that hired you who is this on the floor do you recognize this man he puts his hand on like a gun on like on his his holster and you can hear him like click the little leather strap off so uh, he says, I'm going to ask you one more time. Who is it that hired you? Uh, this is where I'm going to this... have to present the forged documents that we have. Do you, do you want to do beyond, get help now? We could get some help uh, from whom? Kaka! Kaka! What sort of help are you proposing? Look at a wardrobe. Like, I'm sure Fang already literally has a gun out, cocked, and like held at roughly head level. Or we could just have you stab them quietly. Fang. Or we can do that too. Either, either or. I think what I'll I think what I'll do is present my <laughs> forged document, <laughs> you know, showing that, you know, I don't have to have the details because it's yeah. we're just talking yeah. about the land right now. But you know, it's like these 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 forged documents we've come up with that um, 
you know, I was hired and it's got a thing about, you know, it's some, it, it's not anybody here in the palace, but it's, you know, some, uh, you know, whatever, whatever that was, you know, assigned. Probably like some government office that paid for the contract. And... Right. It's like some subdivision of the security that runs here, you know. Yeah. Or whatever. But it's like, you know, saying, you know, to investigate, uh, you know, yada, yada, yada. It's, it's whatever. It's, it's all, we're backdating this in the game and also in the game. Yeah. So. <laughs> he looks over it, tucks it into his coat. Do it. And, do I have um, to roll? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I need you to roll me a. This is probably going to be a sway. Yeah. So we, I, I used my fine disguise kit, and I'm wearing my fine clothes to appear. You know. Yeah. And then. So I mean. And we've got plus one quality for documents. Yeah. So I think, like starting off, you were like. If we take the disguise and the documents out, you were in a room with a dead body when, like, a, a little squad of redcoats came in. That would have been nothing. But um, I think the disguise probably bumps you up to limited. Um, and then I think the documents um, and the business card and all that kind of stuff probably bump you up to, like, standard. I think this is probably like this is probably going to be desperate. Okay, so desperate standard. Yeah. I don't get any extra dice. Not unless you push yourself. Yeah, sure, I'll push myself. Okay. So I get an extra die. Okay. Um Nope. <laughs> oh, Jesus. A one and a two. <laughs> oh. uh. Fuck. Um. <laughs> Fuck. I'm trying to figure out wh how, like, what part of this he sees right through. I think, I think at some point, like, in the process of producing the, um, the papers and handing them over, like, a wig you have on or something becomes slightly askew and you can see like you know the different color hair underneath and um i mean fuck a desperate two that's gonna be <laughs> uh i think i think he puts the papers in his coat and he goes it's a real nice attempt and um what's gonna happen next is he's gonna take a step to the side and say gents and you know, four people are going to fill you with bullet and kill you. Unless you want to resist. Um, can I expend my special armor to resist the consequence from suspicion or persuasion? Resist a consequence. Um, <laughs> yep, so that'll step it down to like a level... F hmm. Resist a consequence. Like, can you go all the way back to resisting him disbelieving? Can you, like, play off the wig thing? Say something about alopecia and keep rolling? Yeah, I guess. It's like, you're resisting the... Yeah. I think so. Okay. Like, I... Like, I, I notice him... I notice him seeing the... My wig slip, and then, like, I sort of... 
like make an exaggerated sigh and take it off and re like readjust my hair and like you know take out a mirror like oh okay you saw through that you know adjusting that you know and yeah i i take i like take um i like remove some extra lapels from my jacket or something you know and like make a show of like putting them in the wig away and it's like well you know now that i you know now that now that i've met with you i suppose we can dispense with those formalities i'll go out the front door as i usually present when we've got when we have concluded this of course oh yes we're not done here there's still the matter of this body that mysteriously showed up at the same time you did you'll be helping us take this down to the gatehouse where it would i i assure you i assure you good sir it, if it had arrived at the same time i did i would i would be able to finger the perpetrator who ended their life and that would make both of our lives much easier but as you say let's follow your procedures and i'll take notes along the way yes you're coming with us down to the gatehouse where we will take copious notes and i suppose we'll have to bring some of the staff in to see if they can identify this person i fucking hate paperwork and um so <laughs> one of the uh red coast comes and uh like moves to not the window with the uh the armoire in front of it but like another one nearby and pulls down the curtain and rolls the body in it and like he picks up one end another one of the red coats picks up another end and like they walk out with the body um and there's like two more that uh you know motion for you to uh walk between them and the the body that's being carried as y'all head over to the gatehouse Alrighty. we we i guess we exit the stage right and leave everybody else to the mission <laughs> i'd say probably um unless y'all want to do anything like after like 20 or 30 seconds you hear um some of the uh, the housekeeping staff come in and um a couple of them are like sniffling and, and and talking to each other about uh oh my god did you see who that was i can't believe it he's been here for so long etc cetera, etc cetera. it seems like it was one of the um longer serving members of the like the house staff um, who was shoved in that armor. But they, they make like a, not like a shrine or anything, but they, they come by, they put a flower, um, and then they kind of get some linens and put them around where the body was uh, and light a candle, and then they like leave and close the door behind them. So you're now left in a slightly darkened room again. Um but it didn't sound like the, the door locked or anything. So uh, the three of you seem to be okay for now. Okay, I'll exit the closet. Um, and I guess we should continue making our way somewhere. 
don't even know if we're exactly sure where we were going. We were pretty sure this was like the governor's residence, but. So like y'all are in his house. Um, I think last session, like the when y'all came into the room, it had the appearance of uh, being like a guest room because like there were sheets over the furniture and stuff like that kind of to show that, you know, they were kept from getting dusty. Well, uh, if everyone's ready to go, I'll like peek out the doorway and see if there's guards in the hall. That D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is Undeniable by Ketza. Outro music is Dark Alleys by Kai Engel. Both are available on the Free Music Archive. Music by Ketza can also be found on ketzamusic.com, while music by Kai Engel is available on kai-engel.com. Blades in the Dark is owned by John Harper and published by Evil Hat Productions. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder. <laughs>